Updog fella. Look good, feel good, play good. We got some new Adidas golf swag coming the fella's way. I don't know if any new golf swag would help your game, but, but I love it. Adidas is excited to introduce new offerings within the go-to apparel collection that allows you to bring your style to the golf course. Not the traditional golf uniform. Go-to brings a fresh attitude to the game wherever you play. You'll look good on and off the course while enjoying all the technical benefits that let you play your best. Featuring streetwear-inspired style, the go-to collection rewrites all the rules and encourages you to express your style through every swing. Explore the new go-to collection on adidas.com slash golf. Fella. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It's Clayton Keller, and you're listening to Missing Curfew. Welcome back to a fresh new episode of Missing Curfew Up Dog. The fella. Monday edition. What's up, Big O? I like the Monday editions. I think our listeners like them. Yeah, a little interview Mondays. I listen to the Knuckles and Island one. What should we call it? Shooting the shit Mondays here at Missing Curfew? <laughs> fucking IV Monday. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's fucking IV Saturday, Sunday, Monday. It was last it was yeah, last week. The Fridays get you. The, the Thursday got you. me. The Thursday got me last week. Shout out to the Two-time Stanley Cup champs, three-time Stanley Cup finalist, Tampa Bay Lightning. They'll get you. You got fucking hit with lightning, bud. <sighs> That's what a good squad they got. You had your uh, one iron, the old fucking hanging up in the air. We don't need to. We don't, we don't need to say who it was, but we laid the wood to a couple of the players. Well, we'll leave the names out of it. Just but. Uh, and then they aloha'd us on the last hole. You know, people ask us about the sandbagger and the boys at Chicklets, the OGs. Judging off that round there, I don't know. We were I pretty think good. We're taking we were pretty. We were pretty good. You were a good six. Yeah, I shot 78. You shot, what, 72? That was good. At one point, we had these, we'll leave them unnamed. We had them like 5, 3, and 1. We had them bent over every which way. It's a fun day. They got a good group of guys. Great, Great group. group. Yeah, and that's started, why they win. Starts with their head coach, John Cooper. Mm-hmm. So, Coop, we love you. Uh, Updog, great guest today. Um, you got him, so thank you for doing that. Big uh, big part of the, the boys here, obviously. Clayton Keller, a guy that, listen, I watched Phoenix play last week. Played unbelievable against the Florida Panthers, Matty Kachuk. They beat him 3-1. Their power play up all year has been great. They've cost me some money. You know that. They cost me in Toronto. They cost me in Columbus. This kid's a big part of it. Yeah. I remember seeing the line going into Toronto, just kind of secretly hoping that they'd kick their ass. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm like, how do you have a, a plus, you know, plus 420 or well, yeah, minus 480? It's just a joke. Like in, point, in professional sports, like they're, we've talked about yeah. this. They all have sticks and skates on. Like they're going to fucking go out and compete. Exactly. How's the line five to one? Um, now in saying that uh, Clayton Keller, great kid. Um, I say kid, you brought it up. He's six years in the league now. I remember I was playing in St. Louis and he's a St. Louis native. Um, I believe it's his cousin or, and I'm probably butchering this. 24 but, but years Chad, old. Chad, our assistant trainer at the time, it's his nephew. Okay. So he was always talking about him like, hey, this, you know, my nephew's coming up through UCH, uh, the, the USJHL, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And he's fucking going to be a highly touted draft pick. And then watching him get 
you know, to the Yotes, my old squad alumni, how, how are you? <laughs> um, it was nice to see, uh, you know, it was nice to see him play in his hometown. I was in that game in St. Louis and then, um, you know, watching him be in the all-star game. That's where we met him last year when we did the fellow tour. Um, so he was kind enough to come on, chat a little bit about his injury, which was, uh, you know, it was devastating. He's having a career year, career year last year and, and breaks his leg, scary shit, but you know, he worked, climbed the mountain. He's back on. He's got a nice, young, hungry fucking coyote team playing some great hockey right uh, now. I'm on board. Yeah. I'm jumping on the coyotes bandwagon. I mean, they play great. That mold arena, which we're going to get into it with them about, is unbelievable. Yeah. And, like, I'm looking at his stats here. Like, I mean, his first full year in the, in the National League, 23 goals, 14, 17, 14, and 28 last year in 67. Yeah. Fuck, those are good numbers coming yeah, right good, out of... He's like, a good young player. Yeah, he's a good so. young player. And, and I, I didn't get a chance to ask him in the interview, but I always wanted to know, like, you know, Clayton Keller, who do you look up to when you when you were a young kid? And I'm just going to say probably number 88, Patty Kane. Yeah. Looks like him, plays like him, fucking throws sauce like him. He, you know, he has, a knack, like he has him. a knack for, like, uh, that offensive ability. But, you know... In order, to, I, I hear he's a great penalty killer. Plays a lot of penalty kill. He's doing things back and forth on the ice. Um, I think I saw a stat last year. He was top five in forward penalty kill minutes in the league. So you, you got to appreciate the way he's playing on both sides of the puck. Um, but now he's at the age where younger players coming in are going to be like, I want to play like Clayton Keller. I like the way this kid plays. Yeah, he's got and, great good style. And Phoenix is a city and a little area of the world that you know hockey's growing there. Austin Matthews came out of Phoenix. There's a lot of young, you know, northerners come down, live in Phoenix. Their kids are hockey fans. They get to come up. So they're going to be watching him play. And, you know, he's got a lot on his on his shoulders being a, you know, a top tier uh, franchise player for the, you know, for the Phoenix Coyotes, yeah. Arizona Coyotes. The Arizona Coyotes, and he's yeah, he's having a great year again, 10 and 9. He's got 10 points in nine games. They're, they're fun to watch. They compete. They play hard. Um, so, yeah, Clayton Keller coming at you. Fala. Welcome back to Missing Curfew. Up dog. I watched this National Leaguer snap it around. Last night I've been watching him for the last couple of weeks. There's He's a little got buzz it on a there's, string. There's a little he? buzz in the desert. There's a little buzz in the desert. I miss the desert. I know you do. You I miss <laughs> everything about the desert. There was a different buzz when you were there. There was a different buzz. <laughs> we'll be reminded how good the desert is when we bring in this uh, this young stud. Uh Clayton Keller, thanks for joining the boys here at Missing Curfew. Appreciate it. What's uh what's shaking? Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, not much, just uh, you know little homestand here before you know we go on the road for you know another long time again so um you know it's it's been good to uh to see the arena see the you know new wave of hockey kind of in arizona just moving out of glendale and, and being in tempe yeah let's let's start there with before we get into mold arena because i want to dive into it we're coming to mold arena by the way we're coming in the new year um where are the boys living now you say you're out of glendale i know when the updog was there he's in scottsdale are most of the boys in tempe or have you guys found places yet how's that working out for the fellas yeah, so I think it's like about half and half. I, I would say the younger guys are kind of in the, you know, PV Arcadia area. And then uh, the guys with families and stuff like that are kind of in uh, North Scottsdale. So um, it's it's actually pretty nice because, you know, we're done practicing um, at Glendale. So we do everything at the ice then. So it's kind of in the middle of both. So it's 20 minutes uh, either way. So it's it's nice that it's much closer. 
By the way, so Scottsdale, amazing places to live. I, amazing right places on the track, to go you, to. You'd have trouble not fucking swinging the sticks before, before I, a hockey match. I'm just glad that you don't have to make that trip from fucking Scottsdale back to Glendale to the hotel before the night before the game. I'd have more. <laughs> I was, I'll tell you, that was the longest cab ride of my career. I'm like, not again. I did it again. I know. So, so Kels, when I was there, we all lived in North Scottsdale with DC Ranch, um, you yeah. know, Greyhawk, whatever the case may be. Always wanted to maybe venture down into Old Town and live. I was, you know, single at the time, young. Um, and some of the young players <laughs> too. But the fact that you can, you know, the fact that you can live in Paradise Valley now, it's a whole different city down there, right? Yeah. And then the the college being where, it at, where it's at. So are you guys still practicing at the ice stand and going down to, like, is that, well, what's kind of that collab like? Yeah, so we're, we're back to the ice stand. Um, I think, ever you know, everyone loves that. It's just, like, much closer and, um, it's less of a drive, but it's, uh, I lived in, uh, North Scottsdale, like my first couple of years and, um, then moved, uh, down here and full spots are great. I think, you know, North Scottsdale's, uh, maybe a little more quiet and, um, you know, family and, um, you know, old town area and things like that. There's a lot of restaurants and, um, it's just a great place to live. And, um, there's just tons of things to do. Gretzky was the only guy that lived down in paradise Valley when I was playing there. Did he? Our coach, of course. It's like he's. I'm like Gretz, where are you living? He's like, ah, down there near Scottsdale Country Club. I'm like, wow, oh, it's close to Old Town. I heard that's too, a nice track. Scottsdale. It's just so damn hard to get out to Glendale, though. It was impossible. Wainer probably had his own driver, didn't he? He had, a, yeah, he had his own driver. He had his own tennis coach at the time. We <laughs> called him. He was 98. You <laughs> called him. Was 99. Yeah. He was 98. Yeah. So, Clayton, I want to ask you. We were talking before we got on on you know on air here. You've been in the league for six years now, which kind of blew me away because I first when you first came in. You played with my boy, Brad Richardson, who had nothing but great things to say about you. But when you first heard the news, like, okay, we're leaving Glendale. We're going to play in a five-season seat arena. What was your initial reaction? Like, all right, good. We're out of here. Or like, what the fuck? 500,000 fans? Like, what's going on? Yeah, I think um, it kind of all happened so fast. Like, they were like, yeah, we're kind of moving away from Glendale. We're going to Tempe. And we're like, oh, we're going to play at ASU. They have a new rink. So, um, I think, you know, we were excited to kind of get out of Glendale, you know, it's, um, it's far away. And I think, you know, a lot of our fans, obviously we have a lot of fans there, but a lot are, you know, what that live closer to North Scottsdale and PV and things like that. So I think, you know, playing in Glendale, they didn't want to make the drive on the weekday games and it's much closer now, but, you know, I think, um, you know, this is obviously temporary, um, and we're hoping for a new rink and, you know, once, we get that. I think it'll be one of the best places to play in the NHL for sure. I agree, bro. And the, the new plans look amazing. Um, you know, we started a rumor here that we believe you're going to get a new rink. And then we believe you're going to get Austin Matthews, too. We don't need to get in that with you. We don't want to get you in any trouble. But um, let's talk about Mold Arena, man. Listen, it's Hell the first yeah. couple games have been unbelievable. Um, the fans are great. You boys are you seem to be feeding off it. Is it better than you expected or just that energy has been pretty fun to watch? Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely exciting. You know, the home opener was uh, was great, and uh, even the last couple of games have been, you know, just a good atmosphere. Obviously, it's small, small arena. It's different. It's like uh, fun warm ups in the first game. It was kind of like, what's going on? It's just it's weird. You know, it's it feels smaller. Like there's really no bad seat in the arena. Like you know, you can see the ice like perfectly from anywhere and um it's crazy they have a student section there's like no seats it's just like bleachers so that's uh they can uh, get pretty rowdy i guess and, uh, <laughs> no we're enjoying it and that's um, awesome. it's been it's been good 
What, what's he right? never played the American League here? He doesn't know about some of these greasy American no, League players. So he's like, "What's going me? on here? Not every rink's eighteen thousand. Look at that yeah. flow he's got. You he's think like, he's gonna have to go through the minors and flow we like used that? To, and then we'd have the big buildings in the American League. I mean, Uppy, when we first talked about Mall Arena, I'm like, Uppy, remember the minors where they would put the curtain around the top row because there was no fucking. <laughs> yeah, we liked that. It kept it kept everyone kept down. You got everyone. to see the talent that was in there. <laughs> <laughs> like, where's this talent in Cincinnati here tonight, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, there wasn't much of it. We could find it back then. Um, so, so far, like three games into Mullet Arena, what's what, like what's been the highlight? Has been anything funny going on out there? What are the guys in the other team like saying you had a face off? Like, it must remind you of playing like you know either college or junior program. I, I would love it personally. I think it would just be a great experience knowing that you know there's something positive to come out of this on the other side. Is that they're building a new arena for you? But you know, just facing off against these guys is it. Is it cool out there? Do you feel like, um, you know, things happen at a slower pace, maybe faster pace because it's so small? Um, I don't know. I think maybe maybe a little faster. Like the, the boards are pretty fast. And like, you know, if you run a puck around, it kind of just like flies around and um, little things like that. But I think, you know, you know, obviously with the, the locker room stuff right now is just like temporary for us and the away team. So like obviously – like it's easy to complain about, you know, stuff like that. But, you know, once we play our next home games, uh, I think it's in December, but it should be a much better setup. And I think, you know, whenever we play, you know, big name teams, we're always going to have a good crowd. And, you know, they kind of had against the Rangers, we kind of had like a back and forth the Rangers. <laughs> I bet. And, you know, let's go Rangers. And, you know, the Coyotes fans kind of get in there too, which was, was good to see. And um, it was actually, you know, pretty loud uh, in the, you know, late in the third there. I got to admit, when I first saw the visiting locker room with the fucking curtains, I'm like, there's nowhere to hide in there. Like, if you didn't, if you did <laughs> if you turn the, four pucks over you know, in the but first. if you went out the night before Tempe and you walk in in the morning, you're like, with your coffee, you're like, where the <laughs> fuck am I going to hide here? <laughs> like, the coach is right there. You're like, oh, God, oh, God. Let me, what's the message from your guys is like, coach, like on, guys, let's take advantage yeah, of this question. building. Like, you know. It, obviously Vegas, right? They come in the league their first year. They have the best home record in the league. You know, guys are coming in. They're blown away by downtown Vegas. And it's, you kind of have that same feeling there in Scottsdale now. Like guys, you know, guys can go for the dinners. Guys can do that. They're not stuck out in Glendale, which was, which was brutal. Um, but like, what's the message from your coach? Like guys, let's catch them by surprise tonight. They're going to be all like, what the hell's going on? The old, the Tempe, room. The old Tempe flu. The old yeah. Tempe flu. They were all out last night chasing it down. Uh, <laughs> up he thinks down everyone, ASU hey, Kels, everyone, up he thinks everyone was like him when he played though. So he thinks the whole team is <laughs> No. So what's that message like for, for you guys at like a home game? Yeah, definitely. I think, um, you know, we want to use that as an advantage if, if we can. I think, you know, it's obviously, like you said, it's, kind of, it's more in the mix and, um, you know, there's lots of things to do. And, um, you know, especially, you know, even when we go to Vegas, you know, it's like, all right, we want to gamble, do this stuff. And by the time you look at your phone, it's pretty late. And things like that. <laughs> You're like, there's no turn back now, boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think, you know, just trying to jump on teams early. And, um, you know, I think if when we have good starts, that's, you know, when we're in the game and um, we're not chasing the game, that's when we can, you know, um, compete with teams and, and win games. Yeah, let me, and this is just from watching you guys, but like, you know, everyone's heard about in the summer and it was a big joke, oh, they're going to play in this little arena and then this and that. But like, it, to me, it feels like, and it starts with your play, but are you guys kind of rallying around this a little bit? Like, all right, people can say what they want about us, no high expectations. Like, I, I want to get into your power play, but even your five on five play, like all year long, you seem like you guys are on the same page and kind of rallying around like, all right, fuck, no one's taking us seriously here or whatever. We're going to come in here and play hard. 
Yeah, definitely. I think, uh, you know, um, people, you know, media can, you know, say what they want about our team, but I think, you know, we have a really good group of guys, um, good leaders and, um, it's just almost like it's a, a new feeling, just like, you know, being at that arena and things like that. It's, it's different. And I think guys are excited about it. And I was, you know, just, it's a different feel and, you know, you're excited to play, you know, new arena, things like that. So I think, you know, it's been, it's been good so far. You could put me in the category of the guys that were doubting you at the start of the year too, by the way, fellow. I'm yeah, going to be honest I mean, with you. Yeah. And, and it bit me in the ass. All right. You fucking stuck <laughs> it to me. You stuck it to me in Toronto. They were like, mine is 420. You guys beat them. Then you yep. guys went in and hammered Columbus. So I'm on board with you. I, I'm a, I'm on the coyotes train up dog. Yeah, I'm on I it. I, I learned the hard way, but I'm in it now. And I oh. wanted to talk to you about your power play. Like you can say a lot, of what you want about the Arizona coyotes. This power play is legit fella. And you're a big part of it. Yeah, I think, um, you know, Corey Stillman, he's our uh, power play coach. He, you know, he does a great job, keeps it um, really simple. And, um, you know, he doesn't put a million things into our head. He kind of just, you know, says, you know, make the play if it's there and read off each other. And I think, you know, it's, um, you know, something that, you know, we want to get better at in the recent years. You know, we haven't been as good as we should have been. We had talent. We just couldn't make it click. And I think, you know, so far this year, we've kind of all been snapping around pretty good. And um, both units have been contributing. And, um, you know, we just want to keep that up. Yeah, good thing you don't have John Madden taking care of that power play. <laughs> Where did I see Madden? Well, he's coaching you guys. I'm like, I saw yeah. Madden on the bench. Somewhere. I'm like, keep him away from the power play. Everyone will be throwing bricks around each other. <laughs> oh, I love Madden. We had he's him a Um Talk about well. You want to talk about the power play still because it is. It yeah, is yeah. I just want to pull this up real quick. I want to talk about your jerseys. Yeah, yeah. Get when right I was that. a Phoenix Coyote, we had you never got to wear those jerseys, and that to me, I, I look back at like the Tony Amante and Jeremy Roenick and these guys. Kachuk. Yeah, they wore those jerseys and they're badass. You guys got them back. Is it? Um, do they feel good to put on? Because the, the red coyote that I was wearing back in the day just wasn't like that fucking sexy jersey. Yeah, now shit. you guys are wearing black and it's fucking, you know, it's badass. Yeah, no, I think uh, everyone loves it. I think it's, you know, it's a great jersey and it's, you know, I didn't watch too much coyotes hockey like when I was growing up, but. Don't worry, I did. nobody did, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember those jerseys and uh, when Walt was there, um, I remember him, Jr. You know, Rick Taka, guys like that yeah. who wore that jersey, and they were playing in you know downtown Phoenix, and um, you know they just, the whiteouts, things like that. So I think it's it's so awesome that uh, they brought those back and were able to wear those. I think they're you know one of the best jerseys in the NHL for sure. Yeah, that's a great point. But you, I was joking, no one watched when when you were in our era, but that era before us when they played downtown in the old basketball and they had the whiteout. Like, yeah. you know, I've said this from day one about. You know, the Arizona Coyotes, like, they're, in my opinion, you guys aren't going anywhere. Like, good fans. There's fans there. Everyone knows Glendale was the problem. Like, you have that feeling of, listen, boys, this is just temporary. We we know we can survive here, and let's just worry about the product on the ice. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think, you know, like I said, I think it's just, you know, a temporary thing. And, um, you know, we've seen, you know, some of the stuff that they want to do at the new arena and just how unbelievable that would be. And um like i said earlier i think it truly would be one of the best places to play it's you know easy living um you know people's family love it here there's golf you know restaurants just kind of the full package and um you know i think you know if that gets done it's like i said one of the best places to play 
As a, as a young skill guy on your squad, what's it like to know that Bill Armstrong brought in some toughness for, you know, for a kid like you? You bring in Cassie and you got Nick Ritchie. What's it like to know that, you know, your team's not going to get, you know, thrown around a little bit and you guys are going to play hard every night? Yeah, it's it's awesome. I mean, I think, you know, having those guys on your team uh, means everything, you know, just um, – Every single night, you know, someone might not run there just because of, you know, guys that we have on our team. And if they do, they, you know, they answer the bell. So I think it's um, it's great to have those guys. OB, you know, we have a lot of guys that are tough and, um, you know, always, you know, have, have having each other's backs. Yeah, I got to ask you about Liam O'Brien. I, I love this kid. Obviously, the last name was what intrigued me to him. But I've watched <laughs> this game. You boys call him the Big Tuna. Is that his nickname or what? What, what do you yeah, guys yeah. yeah. OB Tuna. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was just chirping Kachuk last night. He's got the beard, the flow. Like, yeah. he seems just like an old school. I like to, I like to have a couple cold ones with that guy. So tell him um, oh, yeah. I'm, I might have to hook up with him when I come to watch you boys play in Tempe. Yeah, you should. He's the best. I got to ask you about my boy, Nick Ritchie. I know I'm, I've known Rich for a long time in San Diego. Yeah. I play with him. Uh, you know, we all know what happened to him in Toronto, but he seems like he's fitting well with you guys. Scored a great power play goal last night. Did you throw him the little pass where he ripped the cheese? Was that you? Or I couldn't remember. Yeah. What. Yeah. 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 Nice, nice dish, by the way. Uh, <laughs> but not, I mean, he can play. How big he is, he can play. Yeah, no, he's a, uh, he's a great player. When he got traded to us last year, um, you know, he made an immediate impact. Um, good power forward. He's, he's got good hands. He shoots it so hard and um, he's good around the net. So I think he's been, you know, a great player for our team and has, has really helped us out. And he's, you know, great guy off the ice as well. Is he? I, I hope his place is a little cleaner than it was when I played with him. He was a rookie. I went up, I'm like, Rich, you can't, like, you can't even bring a girl back here. Like, look at yeah, this yeah. fucking place. Like, as soon as he hears that, he, as soon as he hears like, that, you I, think I listen, he'd throw I, the sheets in the wash or I, something. I, oh, I, was, I, I teed him up my cleaning lady in San Diego. I said, once a week, Rich, she's coming in to clean your place because this is not national. Like, I know we're in the jungle, but fuck, this is bad. <laughs> Yeah, I'll ask him. Clayton, talk to me um, late March, uh, and I shot you a text. I met, I met you at the All-Star game. I saw you there. Um, you know, congrats on that. I think, you know, so far six years in, you've had a hell of a career. Um, talk a little bit about, you know, the injury and the road to recovery and coming back and, and being, you know, already at the top of your game. And just, you know, for, for people that don't know, it's there's ups and downs and you go through a summer battling a, a really crazy injury, but just talk about kind of the progress and, and how you're feeling now. And just, you know, the, I guess how you've had to change different things and protocols and the way you, um, the way you prepare and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, I was at the end of the year last year, I was probably having my best year, uh, without a doubt. And, um, just, you know, an unfortunate, you know, injury and, um, you know, I've never really been injured. Um, I've been lucky. And so some that was kind of new to me. And I think, you know, the biggest thing I think, you know, I, I learned a lot about my body just um, from doing different things, different rehab, um, you know, things to try to make me feel good again. Basically, I think, you know, it took a while for me to, to really feel like myself and then, you know, skating, it, you know, skating for the first time. That took a while as well, just to, to feel good, to feel strong. It was just a long road, but, you know, I had so many people that, that really helped me and, um, you know, I'm kind of on the, the end of it. So it's, it's been, you know, it's went by, uh, I guess pretty slow, but, um, you know, it, was, <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, it was long, you know, not many people really know what you go yeah. through when you're injured, you know, I'm usually, you know, working out golfing and doing things like totally. that, but it was a little, you know, slower, just resting, you know, going to the gym, doing, you know, 
different rehab things, you know, three times a day, just grinding away. And, um, you know, it was great to be able to be back for the first game. It was kind of my goal ever since um, the injury. You sound so humble about it. No, you sound so humble say- about it. When what, what did you actually have done? Like what, what, what kind of fucking plates do you have in your, in your leg? Yeah. Right so like what? yeah, it was a broken femur. So they, um, you know, put a rod and, uh, two screws in there. So it's, um, pretty strong now. They Fuck said, yeah. So that should be good. Like- yeah, it was, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't just a small little thing. It oh, was, shit. um, you know, yeah. It's great. And rehab, I was lucky. I never had too many, but when I did have little nagging injuries, rehab is the worst, right? You're like, I you got this little thing you got to do. Like to go through that. I don't think our listeners realize, and you've been injured. Like it's the worst part trying to come back. It's so hard. It actually, it makes you a whole new person, by the way, Clayton, you're going to, you're going to have things happen to you and you'll, you'll always go back to like, you know what? I conquered this and I got back for the first game of the year mentally, like, you know, even what we talked about with our guests we had on the other day about visualization and like you wanting to be back in the lineup for opening night and just the power of the power of how your body can heal and how you can get back to another level. It's, it's amazing. So you know, the bonus of something like this happening at a young age for you is that you already have got conquered it, right? Yeah. It's like climbing, it's like fucking climbing a mountain, man. You've done it once now and you know, you can always do it again, but it's, uh, it's good to see you back and buzzing. I'm super proud of you, bud. Yeah. I want, I want to ask you about your head coach. Uh, I'd say his name, but I probably fucking butcher it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, he seems like, you know, I've had him on my XM show with Cooley a couple of times and Talked about the process and, and like, you know, we come in here and try to win the day. Is that the message he's telling you boys is, you know, just come in here, try to win this day, win the game, small little steps kind of. Yeah, definitely. He's, he's been great from day one. Um, you know, he's definitely a, a player's coach and um, you know, he, he's going to play who's playing the best uh, no matter the night. And um, you know, we put a big emphasis on practice here. We, we practice a lot. We practice uh, very hard. And I think, you know, it's, some guys have different things to say about it, but you know, it's everyone, <laughs> you know, it gets you in shape. I think it was, you know, the best I felt on the ice just after training camp last year. And even this year, just, um, just from those practices and things like that. Um, you know, I just felt, uh, in shape and, um, yeah, he's a, he's a great guy and, um, you know, he's, he's hard on you, but the next day it's like nothing happened. And, um, you know, he's always willing to listen and, and talk to you. So he's, you know, great to have. I always like the coaches that put the skating involved in the practice, right? Like you can skate me as much as you want during yeah, the drills. And but you will after the practice. No, but is not over after practice, don't be like, hey, line up there and let's do some fucking sidebars. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, yeah, you like up and down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like let's do it. Like, let's do the drills. Where creativity, we're, like, coach. I'll, I'll give Torts credit. Like, Torts was great at that. Like, yeah. our practices were up and down pace. And when they were done, they were done. It wasn't like, all right, we're done. Let's do some side. It was the old hidden bag skate. Hidden bag. It was, hidden, it was tucked hidden. right in there. You didn't even know it was there. <laughs> I'd rather that, though, than get on the line and give me fucking like. I'd rather to know the punishments like right in my face. Bob just, Harley would just fucking drill us and then be like, all right, two mountains to finish her off. And I'm like, mountains? Are you kidding me? Mountains? Um, I want to ask you about this 14-game road trip you got coming up. There was a day I would be excited about this 14-day road trip. Um <laughs> How you boys? I know you just got back from the road. It is what it is. I think for me, I talked about the Calgary Flames today. They've been at home forever. I think they need to get out on the road. Maybe a good thing for you boys. I know 14 days a lot. You'll be able to come back for a little bit, but what's the mindset? Just get after it. Yeah, I think uh, we just got back from a long one too. And I think it actually, it felt long at the end, but um, you know, going through it, it kind of went by pretty, 
pretty quick, I guess. Um, you know, we had some team bonding stuff. We had some days off, so we kind of got the guys together. And, you know, when you're having fun like that, um, it definitely makes it go by quicker. And I think it can bring a team closer. And I think that's, that's what that trip did for us. And I think, you know, this next long one here will be the same. I think, you know, it's obviously a long trip, a lot of games, but I think, you know, we're excited. I think, I, I like the road. I think it's it's fun. You know, you get to go to sit different cities, nice restaurants, things like that. So um, it's the, whatever the, it the, is. The finer things of the league. The, the finer yeah. things of the league. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I was going to say. I'll tell well, you what. We get sorry. You get that nice hotel. Yeah. You fucking close those blinds. You get, <laughs> get in the sheets. You're like, ah, oh, fuck. I used to open the blinds to get the hell out of there. <laughs> well, I'm talking about when you, whatever time you get home, I kind of shut her down here. Clayton, what do you like to do on the road when you get a night off? Like, say, you know, say you're in New York City, you get two nights off. Are you, you checking out like uh, you know, new restaurants with the boys? Are you going to a concert? What's kind of, you know, I used to go to concerts. Oh, I'm talking about to concerts. You know what I used to go to concerts with, actually, is your, uh, your one of your TV personalities, Todd Walsh. He's a big Pearl oh, Jam yeah. guy. Walsh yeah. is a big Pearl Jam guy. In fact, knows Eddie Vedder well. So you got yeah, to say what's... Yeah. So you, um, if you ever want to talk Pearl Jam, talk to Walshy about it. All righty, I will. Um, yeah, I think it depends. I think uh, dinners are always fun to, to do. And I think, you know... Obviously, New York's a, a great spot for for that, and um, but yeah, I haven't gone to any concerts to be honest. That's, that's, that's okay, kid. Don't worry. Don't go on the Updog program. Con- let's keep you going here. Let's keep hey, you listen, on the right track. Let's a keep concert, you on the right track. A concert, you can still get home by eleven. Hey, what time did you get home? Don't lie to me. You get home. Oh, you know, you stick around, meet the band. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> smoke, smoking doobies with Jay Z. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Hey, I want to ask one question, Kels. Um, I, my boy Brad Richardson had nothing but great things to say about you. Um, now that you're, it's kind of crazy, probably crazier for you, but you're 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 a veteran, especially on this team. Like, what guys do you look back at that helped you, or you can kind of take some stuff they taught you to to, to these young guys now? Yeah, Richie was definitely one of them. He was one of my favorite guys to, to ever play with. Um, he was he was awesome. Uh, Derek Stepan was was great to me my first year. Um, you know, those two guys obviously coming in, they had played lots of games, you know, once Stanley Cup's been in those big moments. And I think, you know, when they're telling you stuff at the time, you're kind of just like, yeah, okay. And then you look back on it and they're like, yeah, he was right. And he knows what he's talking about. And, um, you respect those guys and, um, just so thankful for, you know, the knowledge that they they told me and um just you know whether it's leadership or um you know different things in the game um they were so smart and and good to us young guys because you know my first year i think we had five six um guys that was our first or second year in the league so um they were they were super great to us and uh i'm just super thankful for for everything that they did you playing cards on the plane or what? You play cards, you shut her down. Uh, we used to have a good card game in, in, in uh, Phoenix. We did. Fucking <laughs> Jovo I'm and Fiddler. I'm taking a trip down memory lane here on you. <laughs> Marty have uh, Marty Hansel. Um, ha- fucking I said Marty Havoc. Marty, he had double aces on his on his forearm. He's a fucking. He's a, he was a mutant up there. Yeah, he, was. <laughs> he could snap a drawback. He right? could snap a draw. He was strong, and he used that like. <laughs> did he use a wood stick or what? Probably. Do you play cards on the bird or what's going on with the card game? A little bit, yeah. We uh, we play a little bit. Um, lately, we used to play uh, seven up, seven down, uh, schnarps, uh, spades, yeah. blackjack. Uh, yeah, we used to play uh, schnarps. I missed seven that. Seven down with, with Phil. He was pretty funny. Uh, him and 
well, I guess a couple of years ago, him and uh, Michael Grabner used to to go out. He's got the ace tattooed on him too somewhere. Um, I'll tell you. But, I'll tell you. Grab, you know, he was the best best card player. I'll tell you a Grabby story. We're in Vancouver and Grabs. He's a young guy. He's a rook. Eh? He's sitting at the card table. I'm like, what in the fuck is going on here? <laughs> They're like, come on, Oops, don't be that guy. I'm like, all right. And I don't know if he was stinky when you played with him, but like, finally, he was like sitting down here. I said, hey, kid, if you're going to play, hey, Rook, if you're going to play, put some deodorant on, all right? I was like, hey. he was a stinky kid at the was table. He already, you talk about him and Kessel, two different human beings. Was he already just jacked, that grabber? Grabber was just, he was so jacked. Hey, how jacked was grabber? No, he's now with this completely like, shredded. Shredded. Yeah. Shredded, shredded. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he was young. I said, there's free deodorant in the NHL. <laughs> you know what I miss about coming off the bird in uh, Phoenix is the fucking cars like driving home on the freeways there because the freeways are nice and you can just let it unleash. Like we would just have car after car. After car. Is there any nice fucking cars the boys driving home? Like because the stretch um, of freeway when you come back at 2 a.m. is just it's all yours. And you're just like, Boom. you weren't speeding, were you? Yeah, we were speeding. <laughs> fuck, of course. <laughs> I was definitely raced before uh, <laughs> from the airport, but um, any nice rides on that car on that team? You guys got any? You know, uh, the Florida Panthers led the league last year in fucking nice cars. Yeah, yeah everyone uh, had. A- uh, I'm trying to think when when Oel was here, he had a he had a nice Lambo that was uh, obviously pretty fast. Um, we got some Teslas, Mercedes, but um, nothing too crazy. It's better parking lot than the Calgary Flames and Edmonton Oilers. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, everybody, Kels, we appreciate you taking the time and a busy schedule. We know yeah, as ex guys, there's there's no uh, not a lot of downtime. But hey, I'm pulling for you, boys. Keep it going. I think you're good for the game. Good for uh, you know Arizona and keep going to that backhand sauce, buddy. That sells tickets. It's good for us. It's good for escrow. It's good for escrow. <laughs> Sounds good. Thank you so much for having me on. Welcome back to Mr. Curfew. Um, thank you to Clayton Keller. Updog, you're a fucking beauty, man. That, that, was, kid, that, eh? that was a great interview. That was just... I, I, think, I miss getting off that bird. I think we had more fun than he did, but thanks to him taking time out of his schedule. Yeah, great no, kid. I think he enjoyed it. My favorite part was, yeah, you talking about tripped out. You're like, my favorite part about playing in Phoenix. I just... Getting off that plane and just getting on those freeways. Those excited. are nice freeways. about the card games and the, you know, the, the know. drinking the beers. and this, I had to ask about the card games. The Stewies and the, the full <laughs> It's just, it was a full time. We yeah, had, what a league. it was great. What a, what league. a league. I know. We had a great, uh, great group of guys in Phoenix. You know, we had Yans. We had, uh, we had BMO. Yeah. Um, we had a great, uh, Demo. Demo. Jeez, I said BMO. Derek, Derek Morris. Morris. Beauty. Yeah. I used to um, chirp with him a lot for whatever reason. Me and him would chirp each other. You'd have loved him. You'd have loved yeah. being his D partner too. For sure. He made a good Great pass. right-handed D man. I would have loved to play with him. Loved it. Um, so we had a we had a good bunch of guys there. If you like actually think Matthew about Lombardi, you know, beauty. We always talk about what a league and national league, but think about it. Like you go to practice, you snap around, you jump in your sick car, you go to the airport, you walk right on the plane, get on the plane, there's food everywhere, booze, play cards with the boys, fly a couple hours, get on the bus, sick hotel, go to dinner, play. It's like what? <laughs> you're like, what? Hey, you got a couple girls lined up and you're like, yeah. this is what they're paying me how much to do this? Yeah, it's yeah. just like for the odd, like, you know, bruised elbow and no, and there's, shot. There's lots of other stuff that we went Deal through. With the coach all over. Yeah, you. there's that stuff too like and now the lineup but when you just look at that part of it the finer things it's, it's the like, national league that's why it's so fucking hard to get there i know i and know. even harder to stay i'm you a fan kids i was a fan of this kid before but i thought you know he was he was unbelievable they're fun to watch we're, we're gonna go to mold arena for sure um their power play up dog i'm telling power you power play's good it's, it's crispy. tough it's crispy 
Crispy. Nick Ritchie couldn't play for the Leafs. Too slow, he said. Oh, well, he's got fucking four goals, four six points. Yeah. Lawson Krause, the kid I love on their team, old school. They got they got some they good got pieces. Some jam, yeah. And their Bill jer- Armstrong's done a great job. Their jerseys. Came from the blues. Their jerseys. Their jerseys fuck. They fuck. Because the ones you wore, t- the ones you wore, the red and white ones, like they weren't perfect. They weren't great. It was the howl at the moon ones. Yeah. These are fucking coyote ones. <laughs> yeah, these are coyote ones. So uh Updog, thank you for getting them. Clayton Keller, unbelievable. That was missing curfew. Voila. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.